You're listening to the Nerd Cave Show, coming to you live from Audio Crazy's living room, where I tied up the beard and he's sitting in the back. Shush, beard, drink your happy juice. You can follow us on www.nerdcaveshow.com, or you can go to Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdcaveshow. And now, on with the show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another wonderful, happy, joyous, uh, very off-key and slightly off Nerdcave show. <laughs> I am being joined tonight. Old Crow is back with me, and uh, he is... Here on the podcast, I am really flustered, if you couldn't tell with it, my voice, because I have been fighting to get all of this working. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's taken us, uh, or I should say it's taken Ray uh, a bit. About two hours. To get it working. Yeah, two hours. I, I, did, I was here for moral support. <laughs> yes, yes. He was like, look, dummy, press the big button. No, 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 the big red button. Fucking listen, shithead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We were here. We're uh, we're recording. Uh, we're live on Twitch. Uh, for those guys listening on the audio podcast side of things, yes, we are doing the live on Twitch. We will upload to YouTube later. Um, but for everybody else, we, yes, we will have it on the uh, website as well as both audio. But we also have the link on the YouTube as well. Um, yeah, I am completely brain fried right now, fighting with audio and getting virtualization because you guys don't know, I, I cannot do anything simple. I had to overcomplicate everything in my life, story yep. of my life. And uh, so I am multi-track recording while also having multi-independent audio tracks into the uh, OBS. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And it just took me two hours to get it all configured. And I just spent the last, what, 30 minutes trying to get the virtual virtualization on your voice being as it's like rather than have a static image. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, the music's kind of loud in my ears. Um, so I'll, you'll probably hear me getting a little distance off. I've still got to figure out how to make the game audio level balance a little bit better. Anyway, uh, so for the indie spotlight of the well, of this episode, we are playing Wizardum. Wizard? Wizardum? Isn't it Wizardum? I've been saying, I've been saying Wizardum. Wizardum. I haven't I'm going with Wizardum. Pronounce it. Okay, so this is a game that is going to be coming in early access. Right now, there's a. If you go to here, if you look at here, Amber Heart Games, they're on Discord and they're on Twitch. Uh, I think they, they even got uh, they even got a uh, uh, Facebook page. That's what I've been kind of harassing them that on their Discord. Yeah. Uh, now they have a they have a I refuse to call it X. They have a Twitter as well. <laughs> they have a Twitter. Yes, but needless to say, um, uh, I I came across this what a week ago. Um, and yeah, you told me about it last week. Yeah, and so last week I, I ran across to it and I sent it to Old Crow, and Old Crow was just like, you tried to claim first on a game that I sent you a link to, you jerk. I played it before you did. You showed me the trailer, I went and downloaded the demo, and um, needless to say, for, for both of us, it is tickling all of our 90s FPS it's, it really it's so it's a retro pixelated it, it kind of gives me is the uh what is that that game heretic, um, heretic. it, it yeah. gives me a lot of the ha it, but except okay so one major thing is this game's a lot more cheerful yeah than heretic so far so, so far. far but the ambiance and everything he, they have in this game is just absolutely like there's so much going on. It's a beautiful game. I, I even, With all the green and brown I get a lot of Zelda vibe too. Yeah and, there, and a lot of like light bluish gray too with like the stonework. Um, yeah. It, to me it definitely if anyone uh, any of our older listeners are familiar with like older like old Apogee games like Commander Keen and stuff like that. It you can tell right away that this is because it, it's not. It's pu this is published by Apogee. It's not developed by them. 
but it definitely has that distinctive like apogee game look to it yeah and this is one of those games where you're going to now there's they did add it oh they did add it so uh, uh one of the recent updates today was something they added was a lot of people didn't like coming over in like these bodies that are laying around you know the people didn't want people to come over you know do this so you they get they gave the choice of you can just click on the body and loot them without destroying the body yeah for the rest of us it just gave us the option of doing both yeah um now they this isn't the only thing they added in this demo what else did they add um so go back and like if you look at the ground out there uh, I don't remember these being here last time, but there's like little mushrooms on yeah, the ground. Yeah, yeah, I noticed it. Yeah, I was, I was going to say something, but I was in the middle of talking. Yeah, they added a yeah. uh, little bit more ground clutter. Yeah, uh, press tab or whatever your map button is. Oh, you automatically have it now? Yeah. Um, there's a new map you can find, though, that will... If you if you can find it, it'll show you where secrets are roughly. Oh, it won't show you dude, exactly new items how too. to open them. Yeah, there are new items. Ow! Um, He's touching you can, me. Uh, you can you can empower your mace now. Oh, can you? Is there a charge? Yeah. Uh, yes. No, I don't have a charge yet. Well, you have so you have to pick up those uh, those little horned helmet icons. Those oh, that's what those are. Yeah, and you, you'll be able to tell when your mace is empowered because you'll get that blue glow that you've probably seen in some of the screenshots. Um, whenever you hit an object, your charge does not go away. But whenever you hit an enemy, it eats up five of those magical orbs or whatever, you know, mana orbs, whatever they're called. Okay. And you always want to look for little cracks in the wall like this. Yeah. And, it, and you'll it find is, secrets. Uh, I believe it's automatic. So, like, once you start picking those up and activate it, it's it's on. Come here. And it'll autom always automatically turn back on. So I can pay attention to what I'm doing here. Ow! What, um, I didn't see what difficulty are you on? Uh, the third one down. Oh, okay. So what it's a, it's a little happen? bit more difficult. Yeah. So yeah, see how your mace is glowing now? I thought it was my personality. Mm, no, that's, uh, <laughs> that's something else, apparently. So yeah, and the funny thing about this game is, is there's just so much, like, a ton of secrets. And I don't even think both me and you have been working on them. So the update yeah. added a bunch. And whoa, yeah. hello, Firewall. I did. Um, how do we do the charge up? It's, it's on automatically. Like, as soon as you start picking up those uh, those crowns or whatever, your charge is on. You can see it on your mace. So as long as your mace has that glow around it, the uh, charge is active. And you'll notice it'll it'll take, like, you know, like one or two less hits to kill stuff. Oh, finally found the... Oh, get and there here. are... So I was playing a little bit ago. Uh-huh. I was able to find all nine secrets in this level. Oh, you hacker. I have to say that new map helps a lot. Oh. Um, the second level uh, adds a secret. Because uh, remember, the second level used to have 12. Now it's got 13. Oh, you're joking. I didn't even I, get all 12 of them. I didn't get all 12 either. Um, but I did find one I didn't find before. So I don't know if it's an old one or if it's the new one they added. But um, yeah, no, there's there's some nice little quality of life things. Um, they have added new items. In addition to those mace charges, there's uh, a couple of spell scrolls that you can find in the second level, as well as a uh, fire shield item that makes a flaming shield rotate around you for like 30 seconds, and it damages enemies. There we go. Now I got. You know what? You didn't give me anything. Squish. Yeah, not all the corpses are going to give you stuff. Disappointing. 
though, but yeah, it definitely has that uh, that bright, clean, apogee game look to it. It does, and honestly, like we started playing this game, and just as you can tell, we got addicted pretty quick. It's oh, a, yeah. it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Whoa. And let's um, today. Oh, search. Today's date, twenty seventh. So the the game release it, it's going into early access, but that releases uh, in two days on the 29th. So right in time for the end of the month. Now I did hear that he did give out some review keys early, yeah. uh, which I didn't ask him for, but I was still like, I kind of wanted to, but I did, I'm just not, I don't know why. I'm just not that way. I'm not going to ask. Oh, hello. Where are you? I heard you. Oh, yeah, and there, there is Whack. a review in Fargo until, uh, I think at least until the 29th anyway. Now, they haven't posted anywhere how much the game's going to be, has they? I should have asked um, them. But I did look at the history of their, most of their games are like five bucks, ten bucks. Yeah. Something like right around there. So it's it's very, very low cost game that's the best way i'm going to put it. honestly if this game does come out at 10 bucks it's going to be an absolute steal if it comes out at 20 bucks i'll still pick it up because it's there's a lot here ah suck fireballs chunky yeah um ah, i don't know if they'll i don't know how soon they'll answer but i did just ask in the discord if uh they can let us if they're able to let us know how much the price will be or not there we go. I knew there was one in here. But uh, yeah, there there is a there is a person that uh, on the Discord who had mentioned that they did get a uh, a release key. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm one of those few. I'm one of those I won't ask. I don't know why. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I kind of want to pay for you, it. You want to be surprised? Yeah, and you. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Come on, suck. Ah, come here. Come here. To the face. To the face. Oh, and I found out the orcs and goblins can go between those pillars. Really? Surprised yeah, surprised the crap out of me because I had one do it earlier today. Give me. Squish. So, all right, but uh, even though I'm sitting here playing, whoa, hello. Um, we'll be playing, so this is Wizardum, this is the Indie Spotlight, and I'll, this is what I'll be playing for the most of it, trying to pay attention. This is kind of the new challenge we've been doing with the podcast is uh, playing a game while also trying to pay attention. I'm not good at paying attention in general, so the, this is never a recipe for success. It, it's true. I, I've, <laughs> I've known the man for over 20 years and his <laughs> attention span started. So, uh, one thing I do have to get off my chest, before we get it, because I know you brought out, what was it, D&D? &D, um, oh, yeah. Um, well, uh, we're, so, we're going to get into it. What is it? D&D &D what? Uh, so right, it's just it's the play test because uh, the 50th anniversary is coming up next year for Dungeons and Dragons. Um, what is it? Wizards of the Coast has been working on. They they haven't called it this, but it's essentially uh, five point, edition 5.5, kind of like how third edition had 3.5 to kind of clean stuff up and streamline things a little bit more. So this year they've been doing uh, play test packets. They've been calling it One D and D. And I think at one point this year they dropped the one D and D uh, moniker. It's supposed to be just—they're just calling it fifth edition. But come on, we all know it's five point five. Uh, it's backwards compatible with fifth edition, so you don't have to get rid of any of your earlier books if you play fifth edition. Mm -hmm. um, but they are going to be releasing a new monster manual, dungeon master's guide, and player's handbook uh, with these new one D and D updates. And it's a lot of uh, updates to. Uh, basically, the playtest stuff has been primarily updates to uh, classes and races, mm. which are now known as species, which sounds stupid and clinical, so I'm just going to keep calling them races, or lineage is fine. Um, but uh, they just released another one today. <clears throat> they kind of been releasing them every couple of months. 
Um, these are kind of the one today is kind of finishing up changes with the uh, monk, barbarian, and druid classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as a few uh, spell classes and even some new spells. Uh, so, so they got a lot of interesting stuff in here. It's just like. Um, so when you basically what it is is a kind of like additional content for D&D if you're a player D&D now how do they how does it come out to people Ah. Um, so they release it in PDF format it used to be on their unearthed arcana page on their official Dungeons and Dragons website. Uh, okay. These have actually been releasing through D and D Beyond uh, since they started it because they acquired D and D Beyond, I think, last year or the year before. Uh-huh. So they're starting to make use of that because they're also uh, they've also been working on their own virtual tabletop. So they've been kind of working towards that. And uh, so, yeah, um, you do have to have a D&D, uh, D&D Beyond account. It's free. You don't have to pay for this. Well, um, and where's and the website for that? For books. Um, the website is, uh, if you go to D&D, and it's D-N uh, as in Nancy, dbeyond.com, and then uh, slash sources slash UA. And there's a there'll be a drop down at the top uh, for sources that you can just go right to if uh, you just go to the D and D Beyond website. Okay. Now, uh, once you go into the UA, you'll see uh, there has been we're on play te- uh, player's handbook playtest eight, uh, but there's actually been nine uh, PDFs released so far because they gave us kind of a bonus one last year. Rock um, on. And then uh, usually a couple weeks after a packet is released, a survey will go live so that people who have read through it and even playtested it can give feedback and say, hey, this is really awesome, but what if this or this doesn't work? Would you guys consider this or that? You know, typical survey stuff for this kind of thing. And it's not so... It's not like the one... The, the last one they did was additional content. These are more, less additional content and more. The closest thing I can describe it as is maybe like updates and bug fixes, so to speak. Um, Ad- adjustments to the game, essentially. Yeah, yeah, just kind of adjustments. Like, hey, we came up with these ideas, and we saw that these didn't work back in the 2014 version of this class here's a new thing instead or here's how we've adjusted this and, uh, as with anything a lot of a lot of stuff has been hit and miss but that's why they have the surveys um, mm-hmm. and I have to say just looking at the one today now um, it just came out today or yeah there's there's one that just released today usually they've been releasing on like Thursdays but this one they released today on a Monday um, okay and one of the lowest scoring classes that people have not necessarily been super pleased with, even before One D and D started, um, was the monk class. And so far, the general consensus I've seen online is the monk that released today is pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that basically are... a lot of focus on the monk with this release. Yeah, uh, like I said, monk, uh, barbarian, and druid, because those were also scoring a little bit low, and they've been they've been tweaking the druid for a while now. Um, so, whenever they do these and they finally say, "Yeah, this is all good," do they do they eventually get rolled into like the next release, or when they update the books, the books are updated, or is they added in as a? So like if a, they. If they get to a point where they're completely pleased with how the class is now in playtest, um, they won't do any more playtest packets, and we can expect to see them when the 2024 version of the Player's Handbook releases. Okay. Uh, if there's still things that they feel need tweaking and they want more feedback on them, then they will likely go into like another... They would be in the next playtest packet. Um I don't necessarily know that 
we'll be getting any more playtest packets this year because it would the playtest stuff was only supposed to go for a year and the books are supposed to release next year mm -hmm. uh, but we'll see what happens <coughs> and um if you subscribe to the Dungeons and or even just check out the Dungeons and Dragons channel on YouTube. Uh, typically, the same day that they release these playtest packets, there'll be a um, a video with Todd Kenrick and Jeremy Crawford um, talking about this new playtest packet, and they'll also do videos talking about survey results from previous playtest packets, like this is how this did, and it's up here, so maybe we'll tweak it a little more, or it's in a spot where we like it. So on yeah. and so forth. All right, I'll try. We'll we'll have links uh, links up on yep. the uh, show notes as well for those of you listening to the audio podcast. Um, now, um, what are the major changes they've like? Any, are you allowed to say, or is it kind of yeah. you know we released it and yeah, these uh, like I said, all you need is a is a D and D Beyond account. There's no NDA for these. It's okay. public info. Anybody can download these and play test them and talk about them. Um, a lot of the major changes, there was a lot of spell changes. Um, a lot of stuff uh, with the Barbarian kind of focusing on uh, some of their base features. Um, like there's a, where was it? There was one ability that got changed completely, which is cool. Um, like they're if anybody's familiar the barbarian what are barbarians known for rage hulk smash rah. yeah um there well, is. you can only do that so many times per day oh, okay. now now though when you finish a uh, a short rest uh which is typically an hour in game and you know if you never played D, &D no your dungeon master will not literally make you wait an hour uh, <laughs> but I don't you will know. I've known a couple of D and D masters that were. Uh, nope, wow. that's what the book says. I I could I could kind of see Eric doing that, but um, <laughs> well, we don't want to call anybody out. I mean, come on now. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> Eric. Um, no, I don't think he would do that. But uh, like now, you can regain a you know one use of your rage <laughs> feature when you do a short rest, and. You know that that's really great. Um, barbarians are your big hit, like a truck guy. Um, they didn't get a ton of changes. Uh, the kind of the big one has been the druid and the monk this time around. Mm -hmm. um, the monk especially because they've really been trying to fiddle with the druid's wild shape ability, where they turn into an animal and uh -huh. make it more appealing. Um, yeah. And, well, I mean, uh, especially after we saw the uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie, a lot of people are going to be like, I want to do that. Don't blame yeah. them. Um, rules as written, you still can't turn into an owl bear. Sorry, guys. Ah, uh, uh, rude. Unless they decide to change the owl bear from a monstrosity to a beast. If that it really happens, is a monstrosity. Yeah, well, like any kind of big, like, unnat almost unnatural animal is considered a monstrosity. Like, if a dire wolves were any bigger, they would be monstrosities instead of beasts. But mm -hmm. it's just it's just an animal. It's just a really weird big animal, um, which is why owl bears are considered monstrosities and not beasts. Um, yeah, but like everybody I said, who's watched the movie has gone. I I, I want to be an owl bear. I want to smack stuff around. Yeah, I don't even play druids, and I want to be an owl bear. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's just badass. Um, but yeah, they've they've been tweaking a lot of that um, <coughs> while you're like transformed into your animal forms. Uh, they've they've improved it a little bit more too, because um, their initial one for this play test was like, here's a shitty template you can use when you transform into an animal, and everybody looked at it was like, what what is wrong with you? Because um, yeah. these te the templates were horrible, um, so they've been mm -hmm. tweaking it. They don't want things to be like too overpowered because some of the animals you can turn into are. They're trying to find a good balance, essentially. Yeah, yeah, and I think they've kind of, I think they've kind of found that now. Um, there's even a feature now uh, that druids can get later 
uh, as Circle of the Moon, which is the primary druid uh, subclass that focuses on turning into these animals. Um, there's mm-hmm. a feature that when you attack, uh, your attacks deal radiant damage now, which is basically like holy damage. Yeah. Um, so really cool stuff. But the monk, the monk is the big one here. Uh, like I said, they're actually playable and people want to play them now and probably Good. will. Um, they're just well, so I mean, much- and D&D is always ever, ever evolving and changing. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I do have to say that there's one monk feature that they put in now that is very potentially overpowered. <laughs> um, because well, they, they got to entice they, people, don't they? Yeah. Well, they've uh, so monks and barbarians have a feature that they get early on called unarmored defense. Uh-huh. Um, if you're typically if you're not wearing armor, any character's default armor class is 10 plus whatever their dexterity modifier is with barbarians it's 10 plus your dexterity and your constitution with monks it's 10 plus your dexterity and your wisdom because those are the saving throws for those classes yeah but the capstones for both of those classes both of those scores just automatically increase by four when you hit level 20 and your mm-hmm. maximum for them increases to 26. So if you're a monk and you're able to max out to 26 your dexterity and your wisdom, that's a modifier bonus for each one of those scores of plus eight. Holy so, crap. Yeah, so 10 plus eight plus eight, your armor class is now 26. And that's no. without any magic items. So now, for those that may not understand, what does that what does that mean necessarily? Does that just mean you're you you can wear higher tier armor? Uh, no. What it is is basically it's your you're harder to hit. Um, okay. Or like kind of depending on the class, you could look at it as you're harder to hit, or you're harder to hurt because you're wearing heavy armor. Like if you're a fighter or a paladin, you're probably going to be wearing heavy plate armor, so you're not going to take you know it's going to be hard to deal damage to you when you get hit mm-hmm. for someone like a monk who is like if you watch a lot of movies like jackie chan for example yeah the fucker's hard to hit because he's all over the goddamn place <laughs> so for a class like a rogue <laughs> or a monk you could kind of look at it as your armor class is like you're dodging really well and you're hard to hit yeah <clears throat> so for a monk to have an armor class now on par with someone wearing heavy armor. That's a big deal. <laughs> All right. They're, so they're pretty much going to be unhittable. People are sitting here watching me run around. I am trying to find the last two secrets and I can't find them. Don't get better. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, did you, you found the map that shows the secrets, yeah? You should have gotten a message when you picked it up. So I know if you there's something behind at, here, but that's not opened yet. Um, so yeah, if you look at on your map, if you see those little squares where they're like yellow squares and red squares, that's typically where secrets at, and it'll show secrets that you've already found too. So you got to yeah, remember. Yeah, so already. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. So you've. This is one you found already. Yeah. Um, did you f- find your way to the Cloak of Invisibility? No. Okay. That's so what I've that's been trying one. to. I, that's one I know yeah. I haven't gotten to yet. That you got to go downstairs into one of the dungeons. So that is. It's not here. Wasn't there a door over here? No, there's not. Uh, I know there were some stairs going, so it's not that goes in, up. Yeah, it's not in this room. See, and I like that texture too. The the big like statue of the guy, that's uh-huh. new. I don't believe that was in the previous uh, iteration of the demo. Oh no, yeah, that was. This is added too. This was really cool. Yeah. 
Um, Even if I hit him in the nuts, doesn't do anything. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, go ahead, go back downstairs. Because there should be another set of stairs that goes even further down. Well, there's this one. Clicking all the things. Yeah, I don't think it's in this room. There oh, there we be... go. Finally. Ah. Aha. There okay. we yeah. go. That's how you get to the. Yeah. Eight of nine. So I'm missing one more. Okay. And then, um. Did you find your way into that? other outdoor area where the switch is? Yes. Okay. Um, go ahead and go back there for me real quick. <clears throat> I'm going the wrong way, aren't I? Uh, maybe. Well, if you've opened that gate, it doesn't matter. This gate? Uh, hang on. I'm waiting for the switch. You come out, up. you get the switch, and you're back out here. Yeah. Oh, that red, uh, the door, the other door, that red. There it uh, is. Cap. Yeah. And that should give you nine and nine. And there's a couple of enemies missing. So now I got to go. Geez, where am I got to go now? Yeah. Well, there'll be, I know there's one enemy oh, that'll teleport when you get to the final room. Oh, okay. You're on hard mode, so it added it through two in there. See, on the first and second difficulties, there's only ah. one guy. Blue's eye out. That took me way too long to find all those secrets. Hey, you, you still did better than me because I didn't. I think there was like one or two little treasure items I missed. I only got ninety six percent on that. Like, look how beautiful this game is. Those of you guys watching on uh, watch on the video get to see this. So you haven't watched on podcast. Like I said, the uh, YouTube video will be up here shortly. And uh, yeah. for those of us that are in Twitch, so yeah, Paper Zombie is watching, but I guess Twitch wants him to verify his phone number, and he's like, "Nope." <laughs> this has been. This is just. Oh, there we go. Right off the bat. Was this, did you find the secret before? No. Wait, did I? He hit it behind oh. the, the, it's probably the crack is behind it where you can't barely see it. I don't know if I found that or not. Cause I remember picking up a scroll. No, I don't think I did. I think yeah, I got a right scroll. Right here at the, at the beginning. Uh -huh. Yeah, I don't remember if I got that. I did pick up a scroll of Hellfire, but I don't know if it was that one. Damn it. So yeah, they, uh, oh, one other whack. nice thing they did here too. Um, when you get through that fence to destroy that first orb, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, oh, cool! They added the freezing effect for the rod. Nice. Yep. Um, when you destroy that first orb, the uh, part of the fence also goes away, so you don't have to go all the way through the building again. That was a really nice little quality of life thing. Mm -hmm. Ah. Whoa, excuse me. There you are. Come here. Whack. <laughs> that is satisfying. It is. I just, I love that the freeze effect is in now, too. That is so cool. He's done an amazing job with this game. It's a single dev. Oh, really? Uh, if I, I maybe, I, I think it's a solo dev. He's got oh several, you know, or I could be wrong. I only talked with one person briefly. 
couple of messages on on Discord, so I don't want the kind of false assumption that there's been a long dialogue. It was just, you know, I sent him a couple of messages. I'm pretty sure he thinks, who is this weirdo messaging me? Right. <laughs> Which I get Stop that a lot. Stop me on the internet. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whack. But, uh, all right, there was something else we were going to discuss. I can't remember. Oh, the whole... Uh, I know this has probably been talked to a lot lately, but I figured it'd be... It's something that's been on my mind, because as everybody knows of my... Well, James knows of my addiction. Um, World of Warcraft. Something oh, that... I, was gonna, I, I thought it was the porn thing we were going to talk about. No, no, You're... no, no. I can get away from porn. I, I can turn porn off, porn off for a while. World of Warcraft... Oh, well, the therapy's working. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. I think. Oh, I think the the, the 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 electroshock therapy is kind of working its magic there. But <laughs> there, it's the whole ordeal. Like, oh, rats! Those little suckers. Hey, they hit hard. Oh, the yeah, they do. And I, I hate that leaping attack because, like, once they're up close, your ring of fireballs can't hit them. Um, so, looking at uh, just really quick, I am looking at the Amber Heart Games website. Um, it looks like it is a sole developer. For yeah, the studio. he's got a couple of a couple of really cool titles, but the, and it's yeah. like with any dev, it's extremely extremely rare that you know. Whoa! Hello. Rats. Oh, no, it looks like they're, they're based in uh, Slovenia. Yep. But, uh, ow. That hurt, you jerk. Oh, and he... Oh, he's brought back an old... Uh, an old Apogee classic. Um, at least one that I know of. Uh, there used to be a game called Johnny, uh, Johnny Dash in Mon or Monster Bash starring Johnny Dash or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh the, uh, the developer has resurrected uh, Monster Bash, so there is oh, a new. On. Yeah, there's a new version of that. When did it well, come? I know it's. It, I mean, it's probably something he's worked on. Yeah. Okay. So this is a uh, HD remaster of uh, the original Monster Bash. Oh, rock on! Well, that's cool. But to... anyway, so getting back to World of Warcraft, I, I just something I want to touch on briefly because. It's been it's it's been one of those games where I try to get away from, and then I go back because I'm an addict. And oh, that's how you pull it up. I didn't realize that. Hmm. Uh, R. Oh yeah. Scroll Spellfire. There we go. Yeah. I haven't used that yet, so I'm not quite sure how it works. But, uh, okay, so uh, you were saying. So, um, I, I've, a lot of people have kind of gotten tired of it, or they've kind of stopped playing to play Classic. Um, classic's been a really big thing for a lot of players who got tired of the main story because retail is kind of taken a downward spiral over the past several releases. Yeah, I think that kind of started with Shadowlands. No, no, no. It started a lot sooner than that. I mean, we're talking. Well, I know a lot of people weren't sad. Weren't, were kind of. Shadowlands was horrible. Yeah, I know some people were kind of like, oh, Cataclysm isn't that great. And others were like, Mr. Pandaria sucks. I personally yeah, like both of them, but that's neither here. The general consensus in the, in the, uh, for those that play, that. World of Warcraft started taking a dive right after Cataclysm. Oh, I think there is a secret in that little alley, if I remember right. Oh, that's right. That but uh, it kind of Cataclysm was starting the downhill slope. That's a general consensus because um, that's when uh, what was it? Legion was the last great expansion. Because that's a lot of the old 
Uh, Legion was after. Legion, I think, was after. Wasn't that after Mist of Pandaria? Yes. Yeah. And <coughs> Legion was kind of the uh, the last hurrah of a lot of of the old devs, Blizzard devs that right before they left. You know, there was a bunch that left beforehand, but that's when a bunch of them kind of left. That was their we're moving on kind of thing. Yeah, well, their Blizzard also had a lot of um, negative things that came to light. That uh, they've got um, they've got a lot of the issues with uh, the mergers with Blizzard Activision. Now, and that's still kind of a big negative thing. Oh, there's a secret around here by that fireball trap. Well, you may want to shut it off first before. Um, but needless to say, a lot of what's going on lately is that, and kind of what I'm looking forward to is that on the latest. BlizzCon, because I had actually was to shut off the game, shut off my. Uh... So you said there was one over here. Yeah, um, I believe it's that the little boarded window by the door uh, that's near the first fireball trap there, like close to where you first come in. It's on, it it's on that wall. Yeah, got it. Um. So, if those of you not to me understand that Blizzard was recently, that the acquisition finally happened for Blizzard Activision, now Microsoft owns it. And Microsoft tends to be very hands-off, but I got a feeling from the feel of it, I think it was Phil Spector there? No, is it Phil Spector? Uh, the, the, the head so. of Microsoft Games went out on stage during BlizzCon. And his thing was, he he basically announced that he wanted to see Blizzard come back to its own thing. And the general idea is right now, which is what we're looking for, or we're hoping for, is that Microsoft is going to separate Blizzard, World of War, basically Blizzard from Activision, which is what needs to happen. Oh, uh, thank God. Yes. And everybody's really like, yes, let that happen. Um, because <laughs> the Activision team and the Blizzard team and just a lot of the decisions they make for Activision and Activision tiles just does not work for Blizzard. Um, wow. Now, as in the case of, and this is kind of one of the upsetting things is, Okay, we know that. Ow! Um, I don't know why I say ow every time I get hit in the game. I do too. It's the uh, thing. <laughs> Suck fireball. The uh, uh, where am I going? Damn it! I get attacked by rats and my brain shuts off. Well, it happens. Rats do that. But uh, uh... <laughs> um, so what was I saying before I got sidetracked? Um, Blizzard and Activision being separated by Microsoft. That and the I know, and Microsoft knows that they need to do some change because Blizzard's got World of Warcraft and its IPs have kind of taken a dive. Now they've made one really smart decision, and I'm not going to lie this this is how got sucked what sucked me back because I was like I'm done for a while because uh, Dragonlands just wasn't it for me. It's not been a great extension. I mean, it's decent, but it's still a lot of uh, Activision. It's more Activision than it is Blizzard. 
And I believe there is another secret in this room too. Got it. I got the piglet. Wink. Um, so one of the things they did was a while back they brought back um geez, what's his name? Um I know, you know who you're talking about. about. Yeah, uh, I you, can't remember his name. Chris Metzen. Chris Metzen, thank you. Mr. Metzen, crackhead Metzen. Or crack dealer <laughs> Metzen. That basically is what I'm calling him. Because Sounds like a crazy old guy down there saying, I'm crackhead Metzen. Dude, he got on stage and I was just excited again. And I don't know if you, you heard, I know you've been kind of avoiding the whole Blizzard World of Warcraft because I know you've that, been oh, trying to stay fair. away from the game. I, there was, and I know they've been doing better, but there's there's just been a combination of reasons why I don't touch Blizzard games with a 10-foot pole anymore. But well, that's, that's my own personal stuff. Whoa. A lot of it has to do with my own addiction. And a lot of it has to do with a lot of the negative things that were going on with like how they were treating employees and stuff. But yeah. that, that's Fair a different enough. conversation. But uh, continue. So the uh, uh, Chris Benson gets out there and he he does the net medicine stance and goes on there and just medicinizes the whole thing steals the show and of course I can't do anything but turn my account back on because almighty medicine has deemed it so and <laughs> that freaking crack dealer Yeah, I, I get that. So, essentially what's going to happen is, is instead of announcing one expansion, because he's now, the, he's uh, lead creative director, I think it is. Um, where he should be. He is. <laughs> and instead of one expansion, he announced the next three. Oh, wow. Yes. He basically announced a saga. The next three expansions are going to be, in a sense, linked together. Okay. And one thing about him is he's like, we've got all this that we've built up over the years. Why aren't we working with it? So. So we're working with it. <laughs> well, he's, uh, you know, we've had the, the huge sword in Silithus mm -hmm. and we're like why are we not talking about this stuff and so that's what's going to happen yeah we're, we're, we're going to go underneath Azeroth and it's going to be the war within and the next couple expansions are going to be a saga uh, from the, the videos, it seems like we're going to get more classic World of Warcraft going. And there's just, it was just like, yes, everything we need. Yes, the new cinematic came out and it was simple but powerful. Maybe those and fucking portals will finally get used. What's that? I said maybe those fucking portals will finally get used. No, 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 no. We already know though what's going on with this. This port remember the portals were all for you're talking about all the dragon portals around the Azeroth, yeah. right? Yeah. Those were originally if I remember I correctly. Were, like Emerald did, Dream stuff. Yeah, and we just did the Emerald Dream. They kinda ruined that. Well, it's not like we can't go back. I mean we went back to Outland. True. We did. I want more, to see what this thing does. More dragon shit. Oh, those are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a grenade. I wonder what this does. Oh, it kills me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's grenades, as you discovered. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, 
Shoot! <laughs> oh, that switch by the door will let that uh, orc out. And I think there's a secret in their cell. Yep. Damn it! Well, it did it. <laughs> I suck with these grenades, don't I? Just a little bit. <clears throat> I'm not doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, when it comes to World of Warcraft, getting back to that that topic, man, this is not easy trying to do this. And uh, um, I'm kind of really looking forward to it. I, I still see right here. The uh, the they've already explained, and uh, somebody went went out and explained, and it's kind of this big deal now. The microtransactions are here to stay. There's no, they're not going away. And did you see, hear the hear why? So, well, with the World of Warcraft uh, microtransactions, those were never any sort of pay to win thing. Those were more cosmetic in nature, generally. Yes, but uh oh. Do you know that why they keep trying to do a little more, a little more, a little more, right? Yeah. No, you you, you heard like the uh, what is it? The uh, the spectral uh, the spectral horse, the very first one they released. Yeah. Did you hear about that one? Uh, uh what happened? So I had when, that one. So a lot of people picked it up. Mm -hmm. The, one of the lead devs said that, you know, they, that was a try. L let's see what happens kind of thing. <laughs> and they made, I can't remember how much you said. It was a couple of million uh, with StarCraft II. There was like a, a one or two million, something like that. Yeah. With the spectral mount, when it came out, they made six million dollars on it. They yeah. made more money with that one mount than they did in the whole of StarCraft Two. That's kind of terrifying, actually. That's why they there. It's kind of a. They put so much energy and effort into it. They want people to buy them, and that's why they. It, but yeah, I mean, no. It, so if you're ever general. curious about why it is that they have them, that's why. It's it's that's why they they literally made more money selling one mount for the game than they did all of StarCraft Two. Yeah. See, here, here's my thing when it comes to microtransactions. I don't have an issue with them as long as it's not pay-to-win stuff. Yeah. If it's cosmetic stuff that doesn't give you any kind of advantage, like here's a new skin for a weapon or your character or yeah. just a mount. Fucking make as many as you want. I don't give a shit because it's not hurting anything. It's yeah. the pay-to-win stuff that bugs the hell out of me with microtransactions. And the microtransactions problem... are not a bad or dumb business idea. But it, it has to be done right and you gotta be careful with what you do with it. That's that's how I look at it. Yeah. And I, I can see that there's a couple of games that it does get really bad. And it's kind of that hard difficult thing to navigate because you don't want to be the ones that make the pay to win but then it like what, which pay to win stuff happened was there any that you can think of that happened in world of warcraft i don't think world of warcraft has any ever had any pay to win microtransactions like yeah. the closest they've gotten has been mounts and that's not really pay to win because anybody can get them out. It's when it comes down to it, it's just it's a it's your typical mount with a different skin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the like. There's never been like 
give us $10 and we'll give you this legendary sort of ass rending. Yeah. No. You might get a skin. Like Final Fantasy XIV does this. They have a whole... With, with them, it's not called uh, Transmog. It's called Glamour. But it's essentially... They'll sell you skins to Transmog over your weapons or armor. It oh, has okay. no stats. It's strictly for looks. And that's fine. And I think well, that's one thing World of Warcraft's always been relatively good about. The only thing yeah. they have made really great is their content. The content's been kind of hit and miss. It... Dra Dragon, Dragon, Dragon Isles kind of went really... It's... I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was really upset when it when it first came out. A lot of people were like, oh, you could do this dragon riding, and the dragon riding is so cool. And I was like, no, it's not that. Not that no, it's not that great. And I'm not gonna lie. I, I've said this before. Dragon riding is just the latest gimmick. Yeah, it, it's like it's like the Wii motion controls. It, it's if anybody has played World of Warcraft, it's essentially uh, underwater mounts 2.0, whereas. Now, I did see a deal where they're talking about dragon ridings outside the game, outside the Dragon Isles and elsewhere. And they're also currently looking at slowing the dragons down. But right now, you can only do dragon riding inside the Dragon Isles. So right now, it's currently Underwater Mount 2.0, which that came out, what was it, Cataclysm? Yeah. There is the underwater area that you can get uh, yeah. several mounts, and we've never had a use for them since. Yeah, but here, here's your seahorse. I think there was one seahorse mount you could get as a drop or something that would actually work outside of Vashir and other bodies of water. I can't remember how to get that. I want to say it might have been a drop or something from Neptulon on, like, hard mode or whatever whatever the upgraded version was called. I think it was hard. Okay, you can't push it. Push what? I was hoping you can push that that, that explosive. Oh, no. That's just there to blow shit up that's nearby. And by shit, I mean goblins. So... So far, they, I mean, the only thing I, I don't like is how they're pricing on certain things. Yeah. Like, the realm transfers, like, a pretty exuberant amount. Isn't it like 20 or 25 bucks? I know mounts are that much. Uh, I don't know about... Yeah. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, their their prices on their <clears throat> for their microtransaction stuff is pretty comparable to Final Fantasy fourteen. I know a few years ago I had bought um, Odin's horse and it was about twenty five bucks. I still love that detail. Yeah, right. yeah, but it is an account wide mount. So if I did like go to play on a different server with a different character, I've got it there too. Yeah, yeah. Same with the uh, World of Warcraft mounts. Yeah, which is which is nice. It, it would. It's definitely a smart decision because it would suck to shell out twenty five bucks and oh, you can only use this on one character for one server. Well, it wasn't always that way, but it yeah. took them time to get it all squared away. Yeah. Anyway, so that's kind of what's going on. It's. I got sucked back in. I'm not entirely happy with the game right now. Because we got this, it's all about family, you know, dragons, and it's just like, this is really bad. So Vin Diesel's in it then. Yeah, I keep expecting like an orc to drive around. Talking about family. Talking about family. <laughs> uh, magic orb grenades. We're not a horde, we're a family. <laughs> <laughs>
next World of Warcraft expansion will be World of Warcraft Fast and Furious. It's going to focus on the uh, the Goblin Racetrack and uh, Shimmering Flats. Yeah, really. Well, that's all underwater now. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Frickin' uh... boat race. We'll just make it boat race. <laughs> boat Oops. races and, uh, and Shimmering Flats. Yeah, because it really is <laughs> Shimmering Flats now. Yeah. Shimmering Wets. Actually, that's pretty gross, actually. Forget I said that. <laughs> smash smash yeah I, for, I forgot uh i forgot that zone was all underwater now yeah thanks to just flash but that whole fucking canyon thousand needles thousand needles thank you yeah and then you get to paralysis and it's you know dry again okay That, I have to say that is one thing that I liked about um, Cataclysm. It was just the whole world of people and and how it actually changed things. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Well, we're about to get a bunch of more changes and stuff. Like I said, with the, the world, the war within, he really wants to bring... We'll see what everything is going to bring back. So far, we have only gotten a slight taste of you know what we're we're looking we're getting and yeah we really don't have a clue of what we're at what's actually going to be coming but chris metzen's back microsoft this is the first this is actually going to be the first expansion where chris metzen's actually in charge because So he yes, he came in. Dragonflight was already in production, yeah, pretty well. Whenever he got came back with the with the company, I'm pretty sure he had some leeway in kind of shifting things, but probably not enough to. Yeah, overall, it was we're stuck with what we got. Let's just go with it, kind of thing. Yeah, like it's too late to change X, Y, and Z. So. We'll just, we'll run with it and do All better right. next time. At least it works. Yeah. <laughs> you are fucking dangerous with those things. And your point is, ah, being more dangerous to yourself than to the enemies. I don't know what you're talking about. Ow. Do you not have any healing potions on you? I have mace. You do have mace. There's supposed to be uh, some move I saw in the video after you freeze them uh, where you can like punch your fist and, and shatter them that way from a distance. I make it go explode. Boom! Okay. Oh. <laughs> well, that's a little over an hour. So, like I said, boom shakalaka. Um, thank you guys are all for tuning in. Uh, yeah, this has been Wizardum. Uh, Amberheart Games is the maker of it. And yes, I have failed because I am not really that great. I don't care. You died. <laughs> yep. Definitely go get it. Like I said, you can download the demo right now for free. Um, yep. It's on Steam and GOG. So, you well, know, whichever. Some GOG. I didn't notice about that. Anybody don't know, uh, GOG is uh, GOG.com. Yeah, good old games. games. So, go check them out. Definitely worth the play. Um, we, we we picked it. We came across this last, like I said last week. We, me and him, have got several hours in this game. This is definitely one that's going to be added to my collection. I'm not even going to ask for it. Uh, oh, I've already copy. got it. Yeah, I've already got it wishlisted on Steam. So me too as well. So this is what definitely one I'm going to be purchasing because I am one of those where 
if um, I say I find a title that I really like, I'm going to buy it. Whether I buy it for myself yeah. or buy it for somebody else, I'm going to put money down because that's how you support these good people. Um, yeah, and another. And the uh, the great thing is the uh, system requirements not heavy at all. <laughs> so, so, like, right, it, that's it, it it's a very small game, five hundred twelve megabytes. Well, I'm curious how big it's going to be when it comes out. Like I said, this is just a demo and only two levels, so I'm pretty sure there's going to be a little bit more whenever it no, comes out. Yeah. Yeah, true. So, anyway, so we'll see. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we ran a little bit long, but that's okay. Um, this has been a lot of fun. So, uh, see you guys oh, next yeah. week whenever we figure out more to do. So, uh, yep. See you guys later. Thanks for watching.